We had the directors, the guys who have put together this uh, great upcoming International Film Festival, Robin Adams and Michael Hellman, in studio, along with Katie Steele, uh, a few weeks ago. And they are about to embark on the first and hopefully many, many more years to come. The Willie Fest, the Williamsburg International Film Festival. And this is going to be a very, very busy uh, 45 minutes of the show, last 45 minutes. We are joined right now by Michael Hellman. How you doing, Michael? How you doing, Joe? Great to be back. Yeah, great to be back. And uh, you're, you're in New York City, Brooklyn, or Manhattan, somewhere, getting ready on the final touches of the big film festival, the Willie Fest, coming up. That's uh, beginning exactly Friday. why we're not in the studio with you, because, yeah. yes, we're getting ready for the festival, which is starts this Thursday night is our big opening night. Now, since we last talked, you were on the the uh, eve or a couple days away from the the, the media uh, big party that you had, and uh, you yeah. had the green the green carpet. How did that night yeah. go? Insane. Uh huh. Just uh, amazing. It was, uh, you know, um, we were expecting a few hundred people in 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 a conference center that like a hundred and. And that's exactly what happened. We had like a couple hundred people squeezed into the space, and there was tons of press and, you know, TV stations, and we had some celebs, and, and it was an amazing uh, press conference, and we had some entertainment by Katie Steele and Sparta DeLeon, and it was a great launch, and now um, we, you know, we cruised from there into all the, uh, updates on the website and all the talking. And we have articles now in local newspapers in New York magazine and AM New York, and we're starting to get all over the, the, the press and it's, uh, starting to accelerate since we're just days away now. Now, uh, our listeners, they can go to Willie Fest, W-I-L-L-I Fest, F-E-S-T dot com and they can uh, click on the schedule. They can buy tickets uh, directly through the site. They can print up the schedule. And yes. wow, you, they you, can even download now a full festival guide, a full color festival guide that is up on the web as a PDF. I mean, obviously the festival guide will be at the festival, but if they want to take a look at all our offerings ahead of time, they could download that. They could download an overview grid of the whole festival because it's very large and complicated. So you could download it in, at your leisure and take a look at it. And you can also see our pavilion schedule of all the performances and the interviews going on. You know, we have some amazing, now that I could talk about it better, we can talk about some of the amazing artists and celebs and and musicians who are going to be performing at the festival this year. Now, we're talking off air. You've got a a pretty big range of uh, well-known people supposed to come out and check out the festival and what you have and did you want to talk about some of the people coming out? Sure, sure. I'll give you a little teaser. So I know that there's celebs who are coming out because they're in films or producing films that are playing at the festival. And then there are celebs that are coming out to just be uh, entertained at the festival. So um, I know for opening night, we have uh, Mike Myers coming out from Austin Powers fame. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have Sherry Shepard from The View, and we have uh, Kanye West is going to stop by. And, um, uh, and of course, our host is uh, actor Leon. And uh, we're going to have, uh, we're waiting to hear back for a performance from 
uh, Yola Tengo, uh, the group, and we have Mark McAdam, a famous uh, film composer, who's going to play a couple songs for us also at the opening night. Um, our opening night film is Beth Allah's Pool Party, about the closing of the McCarran Park Pool in, in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, which was a famous music spot, a music venue for great bands like Sonic Youth uh, and, um, and the Beastie Boys to perform at. Mm-hmm. And uh, so there's a lot with the opening night. Then we also have some films that are playing, like um, Vanishing City, a great documentary about uh, real estate in, in New York and a lot of the, uh, the, the, the behind-the-closed-doors talks about that. And that's being produced by Vincent D'Onofrio of Law and Order Criminal Intent. And he'll be down there with Catherine Urbay, his partner, on the show, who did the voiceover narration for it. Wow. We have the premiere on Saturday night at 8 p.m. of... As Good as Dead, which has a cast that's just unbelievable with Andy McDowell and Brian Cox and Carrie Elway and Frank Whaley and Matt Dallas. And most of them are going to be out for the premiere, New York City premiere opening. So um, it's just amazing. I mean, there's 169 films playing in just three and a half days. And we have something like 42 free concerts. Um, and matter of fact, one of those concerts is going to be uh, at the opening night after party is going to be a gentleman who's going to be joining us very soon on the phone. Everyone is going to uh, know this person. It is actor and musician Thomas Ian Nicholas. And Tom Nicholas is the uh, famous for when he was a kid. He was the star of Rookie of the Year. And then as as an adult now, he's the star of all the American Pie films, and he is also the lead singer of a of a band called Thomas Nicholas Band, and they have a new album, and uh, he's going to be coming on and talking about his stuff and and his involvement in the festival. So you you've got a lot of people. It's going to be very busy. Robin Adams, he's busy as we speak. You know, I'm not sure. Yes, he's on a shoot right now, and and then taking care of some. uh, festival business but he may still join us before uh before we end and how's honda doing honda is doing well he's gearing up because he's going to be our house uh videographer so he's getting ready for that because he has a busy four days also that's right and katie Steele, our music ambassador who everyone heard last time we were there Mm -hmm. she's going to be performing every day at the pavilion so um, she also is getting uh, her slate clean to be uh, ready for uh, the festival. I heard that the weather is actually cleared up and it's going to be good, so we're excited about that. And uh, I, I should also say we're going to be joined a little bit later at 7.30 p.m. by American Idol finalist Anwar Robinson, and he's going to be performing a couple nights at the festival, and he's going to join us on the radio show here also talking about his involvement at Willie Fest. I got to ask you, as, as a, a filmmaker yourself, what was your first project you ever, Michael Hellman, uh, put together? A finished project. <laughs> wow! And do you that still have? And, and do you still have the copy of it? Yes, yes, uh-huh. I do. And I unbelievably, as embarrassing it is, I still show it to people, <laughs> and it's actually still available, like on Amazon and whatever. It was a the first film I ever made, worked on. It's a film I produced. Uh, called Flesh Eating Mothers. Uh-huh. It was one of those typical 80s horror films, you know, that were all campy and silly. And the film just, 
you know, became a cult hit. It was on USA Up All Night with Gilbert Gottfried, and it's done incredibly well on, you know, DVD and, and, and home video. Uh-huh. And uh, it's still around. It just We just actually put it out on DVD, and there's talk about putting it out on Blu-ray soon. And it's just amazing how people uh, know it and love it, even though it's, you know, not, not what you would call a, a Hollywood-grade uh, film, you know? Right. You know, I was reading the other day, I mean, this may be a little farther off the topic, but a filmmaker, everyone he knows, Woody Allen, um, there was some sure. interview I read about, you know, he was talking about making films and why he's been making a lot of things over in Europe and everything. Have things changed in New York as a filmmaker? When the whole industry it? has changed, but I know what he's saying and what he means uh, specifically, but basically, when we started out in the 80s, um, you were able to, you know, you, obviously all films were made back then on film, so they were more expensive, so there were not as many films being produced. You know, there would be maybe 80, 100 films a year being produced by independent filmmakers and the rest were Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, because of digital, you know, uh, camcorders, you have, I hear, numbers as high as 12,000 films a year, you know, meaning features, shorts documentaries, you know, just all types of projects, because it's so inexpensive. The barriers of entry have pretty much disappeared. So when we made films, we would make something. It was a big deal that we made it, that we were able to raise the money. And then it was much easier to sell something, especially like a horror film. There, there was such large markets open for it. We would sell it to home video and get paid tens of thousands of dollars, even hundreds of thousands of dollars, mm-hmm. and you would sell it to foreign markets and you would make hundreds of thousands of dollars. Today, very, very difficult to make money off your film because there's so much content out there. And so and everybody wants everything for free because of the web. Right, so it's right. a tough, tough business to be first getting into nowadays. Yeah. Feel- and so what the reason he goes out there, you know, um, Woody Allen is because they appreciate his films, and when he makes a film, he could get financing out there, and when he makes it, they're going to go see it. They, they cherish him the same way the French cherish Jerry Lewis. They cherish him. He has a home there, and that's where his base still is in America. He's already, you know, older, you know, filmmaker. You know, we have a real issue in this country with ageism. Mm-hmm. And so uh, basically he's already seen as more passe, and he doesn't have that, that market as much anymore because that market that used to see his films are, have matured. They're in their 50s now and 60s, and they don't go to the movies as much, and they don't rent as much. And so they're just seeing his stuff mostly on just television, and he just doesn't have the market to, 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 to have an audience and to make money. So you have to go uh, somewhere else. Uh, if you just tuned in, we are speaking once again to a great guy and very talented and hardworking. Uh, he is one of the directors and producer of the upcoming Williamsburg International Film Festival, September 23rd through the 26th in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. His name is Michael Hellman. He also a documentary filmmaker, feature filmmaker. You've done yep. it all and still going yep. strong. And um, upcoming is, why don't we talk about I know there's so much going on, but some some of the highlights we can speak about where people can go to WillieFest.com and, and they'll know some, some big events sure. to, to really look out for. So um, what we have, uh, a good overview of what is uh, you know, going to be going on is um, <clears throat> we have uh, our 
opening night gala is going to be Thursday night, the 23rd, and that's uh, where we're going to show the opening night film pool party, as I previously uh, mentioned. Then the the festival really gets going Friday, the 24th. And so 12 noon, the pavilion, the main stage pavilion, the the live it up pavilion, and I'll explain that in a second, opens up and we start having performances from all different types of, you know, somewhat established and and, and up and coming uh, uh, musicians and stand up comedians and spoken word, you know, poets, and and it's all being hosted by a TV talk show that's on a TV talk show called Live It Up with Donna Drake and Fran Capo, and Fran and Fran and Donna are going to be there and they're going to be hosting the pavilion every day, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. They're going to do interviews. They're going to do live segments from the, uh, the the pavilion. So we got this partnership with them, and and it's just wonderful that um, that they're so excited about being at the festival. So that's going to be the music side. We have groups like. Big indie rock groups like the Tall Furs, who are going to be performing on Saturday afternoon at 2 p.m. And we have, you know, R&B and, 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 and rap performers like Sparta DeLeon and Jesse Idol. And, and we have playing at the festival um, Anwar Robinson, who we're going to hear from, who's an American Idol finalist. So there's a lot of music, and all the music is free at the, uh, at the festival. Then we have the film side, which is 169 films playing in a few days, morning, noon, and night. And these films you know, are the top independent films from around the world. Um, we have uh, a Hong Kong Academy Award-winning film that has played Cannes and Sundance. And it's a film called Empire of Silver that comes to us from China. And the entire Chinese production team is coming over to Willie Fest to be there at their screening. And that's Sunday afternoon. All of all of these facts can all be downloaded from the website under schedule, willyfest.com slash schedule. You could download the entire festival guide right now and see everything that's going on, and it's quite a bit. We have a moth storytelling event on Friday night at 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, six, actually, 6 p.m., the doors open, and it's going to be to 9.30, and that's at the Brooklyn Bowl. We have a reception for an acclaimed jazz photographer, Enid Farber, and her reception is on Friday night at 8 p.m., and you can see all her great music photography from over the years of, of, of uh, Dizzy Gillespie and Miles Davis and Bill Clinton when he was performing in Harlem, all this amazing jazz photography. We have panels. You know, if you want to learn about the music and film industry, then we have panels all day long, Saturday and Sunday, and they're all free to the public. And we have big-time executives coming in to talk about how to raise money and how to learn the business, and it's free to the public. And so we also have some other award-winning films. Uh, I mentioned As Good as Dead and Vanishing City. We also have Amy Glazer's Seducing Charlie Barker, which stars Daphne Zuniga. And we have... Um, Many, many shorts programs. If you like funny shorts or, or midnight treats, every midnight we're going to have a whole plethora of outrageous comedies and horror films that will delight all types of tastes. And so that's going to play Friday and Saturday night at the Knitting Factory, one of our partners in the, uh, in the festival. Mm-hmm. Um, so there, there's just so much. I, there's no way I could even think of everything because there's so right. many different events and artists performing. And there's so many celebrities that are going to be down to, to just sharing it. Because, you know, Brooklyn, Brooklyn is such a creative community. So many of these people live there. 
Yeah, we knew it growing up as as the Welcome Back Cotter spotlight in there in, in the intro, right, with the big sign, Brooklyn. And welcome to Brooklyn, third largest city in the country. Right, right. right. A little trivia about that is Brooklyn is so large that population-wise, it's it was the it was the third largest city in the country. However, they ended up because of Welcome Back Cotter, they got sued. Brooklyn got sued by Philadelphia. Oh, dear, and they yeah. said that they Brooklyn is a borough, not a city, and that Philadelphia is is technically the third largest city in the country. And basically, they won, and they had to take it off. Welcome back, Cotter, and now Philly is the third largest city. But population wise, that's what's even more amazing. Brooklyn is just a borough, one of five in a large city, and yet that's how large the population is. So, uh, Michael Hellman. Uh, one of the the great producers and organizers for this great film festival, Williamsburg International Film Festival, to be held the September 23rd this week through the 26th, and and just a ton of films, music, art, and uh, Michael will be there. His partner Robin Adams, who who was here, and he's working real hard on a shoot today. Uh, Thomas Ian Nicholas, waiting actor. waiting for him to call. Still, that's yeah. right. Up, oh, someone's here. Hello. Hello. And hello. Hey, what's up? Hi. How you doing? This is Joe Kelly. Right. You're live on hello. the air. Is this Anwar? Yes. Hey, what's on- up? Anwar Robinson. Well, at least Anwar is on time. That's right. <laughs> hey, Anwar. Yeah. How are you, Joe? How are you this evening? So, yeah, Mike, Michael Hellman's here. Uh, Joe Hi. Kelly. Hi, Anwar. Good to hear you guys. We, I was just talking about you. Yeah. We're, oh, we're only live. good things. Right only good things. We're live here at WVOF in Fairfield, Connecticut, not too far from where, where you grew up in Newark, New Jersey, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I was born in Orange, New Jersey, so. Oh, yeah, yeah. Orange. Yeah, we love the oranges. Essex yeah. County. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Absolutely. so, so uh, a big thing, you're going to be part of the Willie Fest performing um, coming up, and, and you've got a brand new album just yes, a few weeks from being re- released, and we're, uh, you know, Less what a few of your tracks. We're going to play one of them coming up. But uh, what, what's been going on working hard on this new record? Well, this new record, it lives up to its name. It's called Everything. And we're doing a very great exclusive pre-release during the first annual Willie Fest Film Festival, Williamsburg International Film Festival, this coming weekend, September 23rd through the 26th, 2010. Um, in the beautiful Williamsburg area of Brooklyn. It's just I'm very proud of this product, this project. It is a product of love. It's a labor of love. And there's just so many different facets of artistry there, so many different stories I'm telling. And I'm just glad I have the opportunity to be a part of something as great as the Williamsburg Film Festival. I mean, it's a, it's really a dream come true. It's something I really am grateful to be connected to. Yeah, Anwar Robinson, uh, very accomplished performer and actor and uh, also uh one of the top ten finalists. I believe you finished seventh in, in uh, the fourth year on American Idol. I certainly did. Yeah, that's right. Our good friend Paul Jackson Jr. Play, plays oh, in the band. Yeah, man. yeah, great Paul guitarist. Paul Jackson Jr., oh, one of the best guitarists I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, I mean, th- those guys don't get enough of the, the shine, but they, they, you know, I'm sure you as a performer know. They working. <laughs> yeah, they got your back. Oh yeah, Teddy and Ricky Minor and Cy Smith and all the all the singers and everybody. Yeah, that's a that's a tight band. I love I love that. That's like family. You know, I still see them from time to time and we keep in contact. Like that's a that's real musicianship right there. Now the season that you were in, um, you, you 
Hey, of all those people, you auditioned. Where did you audition originally? I auditioned in Washington, D.C., and I did it on a dare. One of my best friends is a graduate of Juilliard um, College, and um, he wanted me, he actually wanted to go down and audition. And I was teaching at the time in Elizabeth, and I was relocating to West Orange to be closer to my family. And I had some time off in August 2004, and he's like, well, why don't you come with me? He's going to take the Chinatown bus. I said, I'll just drive. So I took my best friend. He brought his best friend and the four of us. We all just drove down and made a road trip out of it. And that two-day experience became a whole eight-day experience because I kept advancing in each round, and it got to the point where I had to come back home and get my family to drive me back down because I had been playing, you know, big brother uh-huh. <laughs> to everybody, being the driver, you know, planning the trip. And I was the one who had to get up and sing, And they, but they took really good care of me. And it was, it was amazing. That was, like, one of the best times of my life so far, you know, being in my mid-20s doing that. That was, like, you know, that's the kind of stuff that you see on television. Right, I was right. actually living it out, yeah. And then... Let me ask you this. Before you get your initial shot to impress the judges in that audition, how many times do you have to perform before you actually get in the room that we see on TV? Oh, okay. Well, on TV, there are, well, you don't see the initial um, auditions. There's a production staff that you sing for, and then you sing for the actual executive producers of the show. Mm -hmm. Um, It was Ken Warwick and Nigel Lithgow um, at the time. Um, I don't know if Nigel's returned to the brand as of this year. I believe he is. Um, but those were the executive producers, and that was the second round after the first round of producers um, that were just, you know, production staff from from affiliates. Uh, and then the third round is what you actually see on television, which for me was singing for um, Simon Cowell, Paul Abdul, Randy Jackson, and Mark McGrath. Um, he was one of the guest judges. Mm-hmm. So that was, that was exciting. <laughs> and I love your version of... Uh... Ain't Nobody by Shaka Khan. So, oh, wow. Yeah, nice choice of that one. Well, thank you. Yep. Yeah, really interesting story about that. Ricky uh, Minor, the MD, he um, wanted me to sing it in the original key, in Shaka's key. I was like, Ricky, I know I, I'm glad you got faith in me, but if something happens and I can't hit those notes, I'm going to be in trouble. So, right. yeah, but that was, uh, that was, yeah, that was a fun time. That was a daring move, but I'm glad you enjoyed that. Yeah, thing. yeah, definitely. And and you went on the tour across the country with with the finalists, and uh, now on to some bigger and better things with your own record, everything. And uh, where are you making home, and where did you record uh, most of this record? Okay, this is a very um, interesting story. I've stayed in New Jersey. Um, throughout most of the time, I did the international and national tour of Rent during 2007 and 2008, and then I went on to star in Godspell going into 2009. So all that time on the road and just singing cover songs, singing other people's music, singing the Broadway stuff, starring in a um, major piece of musical theater in Godspell, I, uh, I wasn't honed into my own artistry. So when I came home in 2009, um, actually um, a family member was extremely ill, and I came to help take care of him. My surrogate father, and um, it caused me to dig deep and get into my artistry, and you know went through a lot of different uh, turns, twists and turns, writing, and it came to pass this past spring summer actually, um, we took three weeks, and um, me and my team, who's um, adopted family, we decided to get together, and you know tell this story, and we sat down with a good friend of mine who happens to be a producer who I'm known for years. We went to. Um, boys chorus school, North Boys Chorus School together. 
He's a phenomenal producer. His name is Cal Darling of Calculated Music. Um, and he just he built a studio in his basement, and it's amazing, state-of-the-art equipment. And uh, he said, yo, come just record. Let's, let's, let's create a record. So we took three weeks, and, you know, God gave us a great line of stories to tell in our songs. And that's what everything came from. Uh, the title track actually didn't come until I invited a friend of mine, uh, Cassandra Kellum, to come and record. And we wrote the song as we were recording. And everything just came about, and when we were finished with it, we everybody met and we listened to it, and I was like, wow, this is the title track. And it was like, yeah, everything, you know. So it was an amazing process, one of the most amazing creative processes I've experienced so far in my life. All right, we're going to listen to it right now. This is from Anwar Robinson, the title track to Everything, featuring Cassandra Kellum, and we'll come back and speak with Anwar Robinson and also... Mr. Michael Hellman, and much, I'll much be more. here. That's right. All right, this is uh, Anwar Robinson's Everything featuring Cassandra Kellum. Yeah, that's the great title track from the upcoming album, Everything, featuring our special guest, Anwar Robinson, and on that track is Cassandra Kellum, his great friend, and uh, Anwar is with us right now. Anwar Robinson. Hey, Anwar, can you tell us when... People are going to be able to get the record, and, and where are the best spots for people to find out about and, and to order the CD or download the MP3? Of course, paying for it. Oh, yes, 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 definitely. <laughs> definitely want to support good music. Um, well, it is exclusively available for an exclusive pre-release at the Williamsburg Film Festival at Willie Fest this weekend, ah. Thursday, September 23rd, the 24th, the 25th, and the 26th, Sunday, on the closing night, we will be there every day. We will be, you know, everywhere in that film festival, and um, we're we're doing it exclusively for Williamsburg Film Festival for the Willie Fest for just the great love they've shown. And it's going to be autographed uh, copy, correct? You got that right. Oh, yes, right. I will autograph every last copy <laughs> that that goes out of my hand. Yes, that's right. You can buy it directly from us right there. I, we will be there. You know, and we're looking forward to it. You know, I've never been to an actual film festival before, so this is a first for me as well. I'm looking forward to it. Now, uh, how about your, your respective websites for your, for your own, uh, Anwar? Oh, for my own. Well, yeah. um, you can go to www.savvy, that's S-A-V-V-Y dash marketing, M-A-R-K-E-T-I-N-G dot net. That's www.savvy dash marketing.net um, you can also go to um, www.reverbnation mm-hmm. forward slash I'm sorry reverbnation.com forward slash A-N-W-A-R that's my first name and everything Anwar everything uh, after the forward slash so that's my Reverb Nation page and I'm also on Facebook and Twitter and MySpace as well yeah, you got to you have to come in the studio and perform we have live performances all the time so oh, when I the album's ready you know that. You're probably about an hour and a half away from here, so. Oh, that's nothing. I'm just just hop, skip, and jump. We'll, we'll set that up with his people, Joe. Okay, that that's the voice of Michael Hellman, yeah. uh, director and producer, along with Robin Adams of the Willie Fest, and uh, we're real busy today, and, and great to great to be this busy because we're talking about a great event, September 23rd through the 26th, the Williamsburg International Film Festival, and uh, Michael's uh, with us, and uh, we're gonna welcome. Right now, another great guy who's busy with his uh, acting career and musical career, Thomas Ian Nicholas, and fresh from a sound check, I believe. You're, you're out in L.A. right now? 
No, I'm uh, I'm in New York. I'm I'm out here for the month filming a, oh, a new okay. independent film, um, which is uh, called Not for Nothing. Okay. It's from the director that brought us uh, Pounds and a Mexicano. Ah, so, oh, very good. So, so uh, you're busy filming as well as uh, your own band, Thomas Nicholas Band, and uh, great, great time. That I'm sure the Willie Fest. You're excited to uh, be a part of this, right? I am. I am. I am uh, excited to to perform at the opening night gala of uh, of Willie Fest in Williamsburg. Is uh, it's like my it's my New York hood. I have oh. friends that live there, and every time I come into town when I'm not working, I'm usually staying in Williamsburg. And even while I've been here working in Manhattan, we've been shooting in Tribeca, mm-hmm. um, I've pretty much, like, half the time I've been here, I take the JMZ over to Williamsburg and eat over there because there's so many great restaurants. Now, going back to your early days as an actor, those, uh, how, how early did you start, and what was your first project? Um, wow. I started when I was six years old mm-hmm. and, um, the first notable role that I landed was a, a guest spot on who's the boss. If you remember that Tony Danza TV oh, yeah. series back in the day, right, right. I played a young Tony Danza at the age of six and oh. he got dressed up in latex makeup and played his own grandfather as it were. <laughs> so, so, you know, now with the, the musical career, are you self-taught or did you study music? Um, the, sh- the quickest way, if you don't like what I'm playing, the quickest way to shut me up is to put some sheet music in front of me. Uh, I do not read music. Right. Um, I have taken some lessons. I'm mainly self-taught and I mainly play by ear. Um, though I, I, by default, I mean, I've been playing for 14 years. I think I've inadvertently learned some music theory just by accident. Oh, we got to give Thomas's, uh, website out. Uh, Thomas Nicholas. Oh, well, why don't, why don't you give it right out? Sure, it's uh, thomasnicholasband.com. Um, you can just Google Kevin from American Pie. I'm sure something will come up. Right, right. Uh, there's also my uh, my Twitter handle, which is TinBand, sort of my acronym of Thomas Ian Nicholas, T-I-N, and Band. Um, like I said, Google's a, Google's a great site. search engine, so just Google me and you'll find my website. <laughs> and he's on MySpace, of course. Yeah, that's right, myspace.com uh, backslash Thomas Ian Nicholas. And speaking of American Pie, uh, you know, how, how much talk is there to further that great enterprise right there? Well, uh, I've been reading in the paper that uh, we're talking about doing a fourth one with the original cast. I haven't heard anything officially, um, so it's just, just in the rumorville, but it would be a lot of fun if we all returned back and did a, you know, an American Pie with the original cast and... Uh, put that out into theaters, and, and uh, it would be it would be fun. I think I would do it for sure if it happens. Right, right. Now, now, you guys are are all in film, acting, producing, and, and directing, and and like for for people like myself, and probably a lot of our audience. What are the main differences besides money of what you see in independent movies and, and mainstream movies that get all this funded and all the all the notoriety? Well, the main difference between the two is the amount of control that the director has. Okay. Uh, in an independent film world, the director is completely in control, for the most part. I mean, there are always exceptions to these generalizations, but uh, typically the director has approval over the cast, over you know the writing. If he wants to change something, he can, uh, even if he didn't write it as well. Uh, whereas in the studio land, the producer and the studio itself 
is more in charge and the director kind of works for them and there's a little less uh, leeway and freedom. Oh, well, well put. So, uh, Thomas, Ian, Nicholas, we're going to play some music from you right now from your band, Turn Me Off. You're, you're right on. on. So are you going to do another set at Angels and Kings tonight? People want to come and check yeah, you I'm out? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to play uh, at a, the Acoustic Monday that they have there. I'm going on uh, at 930. Okay, and do you know the location, the street address offhand? Uh, I think it's 511th, at, uh, 11th, and it's at Avenue A and 11th. Okay. In the East Village. Okay, so it's on the East Village. Angels and Kings, Thomas, Nicholas will be there tonight, and we're going to play Turn Me Off right now. And uh, thomasnicholasband.com. We'll come back and sport, speak more with the guys in just a few moments. Rocks, and it's from our special guest, one of our many guests this evening, Tom, Thomas Nicholas, and that is called Wasting My Time. And these guys are not wasting our time because they are all a part of the big Williams. Berg International Film Festival uh, this upcoming week in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. Willie Fest, director, producer, Mr. Michael Hellman is with us. Robin Adams couldn't be with us tonight unless he's going to join in at the last moment, but he's been busy on a shoot. And uh, Anwar Robinson, who has a brand new record, everything coming out uh, very, very shortly. We heard a track with uh, Cassandra Kellum and Anwar Robinson. And... Uh, Thomas Ian Nicholas. Hey, you were born in, in Las Vegas, right? That is correct. Yeah, my, my dad my dad lives in uh, North North Vegas. So, um, but but then L.A. was uh, where you really matured and and uh, made your stride in, in the acting world. And how about uh, some of your up up? Let's talk with uh, Anwar and and Thomas. Your respective uh, influences music wise. Go ahead, Anwar. Let's uh, let's hear what uh, Ooh, I've been cool. talking for too much here. <laughs> Oh, no, you know what? I'm sorry, because, you know, I'm listening. Um, I'm actually rehearsing one of the songs that I'm going to be performing at Willie Fest. Um, so I was just a little a little zoned into that. Um, my influences range from Stevie Wonder to Donny Hathaway to Tom Jones. I mean, Frank Sinatra. There's a lot of, you know, I love that, you know, that old school, you know, uh, world-class performance kind of thing. Marvin Gaye. Um, I love Aretha Franklin, uh, Shaka Khan. I'm, I'm ranging in that all the way through the 80s. I got a little Prince up in there. Yep. And, uh, and Michael Jackson, you were a big oh, part of the, the tribute to Michael uh, Jackson at Birdland, right? Oh, yeah, the, the Birdland tribute to Michael Jackson. Um, that, wow, you know, that took me back for a moment. Yeah, Michael, I had my I had my silver glove, definitely oh. had that. Um <laughs> But um, a lot of, I love, I love gospel music, I love jazz music, you know, R&B is definitely where I, um, I feel at home, and it just ranges from so many different um, kinds of music. I grew up around a lot of different kinds of music, so, you know, kind of putting it all together, you know, that's what I've been, that's what I've been doing, that's why, you know, another reason why we called the album Everything, because there's a little bit of everything on it um, under the helm of um, R&B, so, yeah, that's. That's just the gist of where I where I come from. Now, now do you keep uh, contact with any of your uh, finalists from the American Idol the season that uh, you were a part of? Oh, definitely. I, what I love about modern technology is even though our lives get kind of hectic and busy, we still check in with each other. Um, Bonzo Solomon and I, Nadia Turner, um, Nico Smith, Anthony Federoff, Scott Fable. Um, I talk to Bo every now and again. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and Michaela Gordon. And then we cross-pollinate through other seasons, too. Like some of the gigs, um, we still come together with other season finalists, um, and we see each other. It's a big family, even though we're widespread out. We still keep very close contact and we support each other whenever we can. Um, recently talked to Jordan Sparks uh, a few weeks back. Um, I was actually tweeting, and uh, she sent me my Twitter messages. I was a little, you know, I was real early in the morning. She was like, hey, hang in there, big bro, you know. I was like, wow, you know, it's like just really good to just know that people are out there that have your back that really care about you. You yeah. know, that's one of the best experiences in life to like just have a family outside of your own family. You're definitely part of uh, Americana, the modern-day Americana with uh, American Idol, for sure. Very thankful. Yeah, and, and the new album is coming out and will be available at Willie Fest, and you will sign each and every one of them. I will sign each and every one of them. You, yes, I will. Hey, hey Amor, you might, have, uh, you might have met my lead guitarist. He, uh, he works for Ricky Minor, and was whenever they did rock songs on American Idol, he was the guy they brought in to shred the lead guitar. Ooh, okay, okay. And, His and, name's uh, Rob Leifer. Okay, I certainly might have met him. Um, I've definitely, w- that wouldn't have been on any of the songs that I did unless it was a group, a group song. Right, but. no, no, it definitely would have been more on Bo's stuff, for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've definitely, definitely experienced that. That was, Bo Bice gave some of the most energetic and amazing performances while we were out there. Definitely a showman, definitely a great musician, definitely a big-hearted fella. We, he was like big bro to us. So, yeah, those were some great moments, all the lights, and definitely that lead guitar was on point. So shout-out to your boy for that. Right on, right on. Yeah, you guys will be a, a big part of the Willie Fest performing there, Thomas and, and Nicholas. And yeah. I should say this is exactly what Willie Fest is about. Here you have an R&B singer on the right <laughs> and, and a rocker on the left. And uh, and the whole idea of Willie Fest is about diversity, you know, and we just want to have all different types of performances, not just be just, you know, indie rock or just R&B, but we have jazz people, we have a couple rappers, we have um, uh, even spoken word artists. So the whole idea is about to have a very diverse program of performers. And, and uh, films from around the world. And films from around the world, yes. That's right, so... Uh... You know who we? Hey, hey, Tom. Do you know the Tall Furs? The Tall Furs. I'm not sure. They're a huge indie rock group. I thought uh, you'd heard of them. We just booked them for the Pavilion, also. So. Uh, oh, they, nice. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm more of like a a traditional kind of rock guy. I grew up listening to classic rock and yeah, and then modern rock in my, in my youth. That kind of stuff. Journey. I'm not cool. I'm not cool. In, not Journey. More like Led Zeppelin, and oh, okay. uh, and then into you know like in the Who, and and then oh, also yeah. you know of course the Beatles and the Rolling and Stones. the Stones. Yes, that's like yeah. Classic, and classic. then into like Bruce Springsteen, and then later into you know Foo Fighters and John Mayer. Right. So I, I'm not cool enough to know about indie rock bands. <laughs> John, John John Mayer actually. Uh, Grew up in the town where we're broadcasting, Fairfield, Connecticut. He, he pumped gas at the local gas station here. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, right on. Yeah, right before, uh, you know, blowing up. Yeah, yeah, well, he won't be doing that again too soon. No, I don't. <laughs> yeah, probably. Unless... Maybe if he did, he'd stop saying stupid things. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. That's right. Correct. <laughs> yeah, so, so we, we're just having a great time. We got two minutes to go in the show, and um, I guess uh, we'll, we'll thank our, our guest, Anwar Robinson, everything coming out very soon. He'll be performing at the Willie Fest, and uh, his CD will be available there. Come out and say hi to 
Anwar Robinson. And Anwar, please come to the studio. Oh, definitely. yeah, we'll be doing that very soon. And Thomas, Absolutely. Ian, Nicholas, hard at work on another film down in New York for this past month. Check him out. His whole uh, dis, uh, filmography, amazing work. But please also go to thomasnicholasband.com, and he'll be at Angels and Kings tonight. 9.30, you said? 9.30. 9.30, yeah. And, and cool reference to Robert Plant. I heard an interview with him today on NPR, his, his brand-new record. It was a great interview. Oh, right on. Yeah. So, yeah, he's still so, doing his thing. Yeah, still doing his thing. And uh, th- thanks, uh, Anwar and Thomas so much and uh, yeah thanks for having us on the show yeah ho- and, and, uh, and, and gotta- Michael thank you for having us at uh, at Willie Fest We're yeah, trust me it's, it's, my, it's my pleasure my pleasure I'm so glad to have you know talented guys like you coming down and, and sharing it with you know with the public and you know and that's what it's about you know fantastic artists who are performing you know free for the public so they can get a look at um, at good music, you know, and hear some good music and see some films, and it doesn't, and we don't have to gouge them like uh, too many other festivals out there. Oh, so so just to clarify, the show on Thursday night at the Ninny Factory is open to the public, or? It's it's open to everyone at opening night, and we're letting uh, some of the public in, depending on space, because it's a space thing, too. The Knitting Factory holds, like, 300 people, so once we... Uh, you know, once we uh, fill up from the opening night, yes, uh, the Knitting Factory said they're going to let some some people that are there uh, in. Oh, great. Well, that's so awesome. If you have a few friends that you want to send down, then send them down, and we'll make sure that uh, they're in there to see you. Right. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure who will, who will come. I post up every show that I play, so, you know, the, the super fans come out. <laughs> yeah, right. exactly, exactly. All right, we'll give uh, Michael, I guess, the last word, the producer of this film festival, and, and also much love to Robin Adams. Uh, the best place for our listeners to uh, get tickets. Yes, and, it's uh, simple. Go to willyfest.com, and all your questions about what's playing, who's playing, can all be downloaded under schedule. You can get the entire festival guide. You can go to willyfest.com slash tickets, and you can uh, basically buy full festival passes for 50 bucks that gets you into every single movie and the closing night ceremony. Or you could buy just simple single day passes for 20 bucks and see as much as you want for a day. These passes, of course, also get you into all the after parties, which are going to be cool. And, uh, and you can uh, um, also find out about some of the, the, the other performances going on, like the Mott Storytelling event and Von Park playing at Cumble Theater, which is a world, you know, world music guy. And so it's, everything's at WillieFest.com. That's the way the world works today is you go to the website and you find out everything. All right. Thank you so much, uh, Michael Hellman. Thomas Ian Nicholas and Anwar Robinson, all involved in the Willie Fest. And this interview will re-air in its entirety. The focus is on Willie Fest this week at Upper Room with JoeKelly.com. We will see you next week, Monday, 6 to 8 p.m., 88.5 WVOF in Fairfield, Connecticut. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you.